prepare for a whole new sporting experience. This is Sports Planet. The process of giving back to society is one which many people do not take lightly. After achieving some measure of success in their chosen fields of endeavor, many professionals take it upon themselves to reach out to their society and share some of the knowledge, experience and resources that they have accumulated in their careers. They share all these with those desperately in need of guidance, resources or even something as simple as a kind word. And that is exactly what Super Eagles and Fulham forward Omar Sonia Aluko is doing with his Ambassador's Cup project. In just his third year of existence, the Ambassador's Cup has proven to be a major reference point for many aspiring young footballers in their quest to follow in the footsteps of Sonia Aluko and maybe one day in turn give their widow's might back to the same society in a beautiful cycle of mentorship. Welcome to Sports Planet, your premium news and magazine sports show. Today on the show, we'll be talking to Super Eagles and Fulham forward Omar Sonialuko, who just concluded the third edition of his Ambassador's Cup project. My name is Tunde Koiki. We'll take a short break right now and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Over the weekend, the third edition of the Ambassador's Cup was concluded. We spoke to the initiator of the project, Super Eagles and Fulham forward, Sonne Aluko, about how far the project has come and his plans for its future. This is Sports Planet. So it's always a pleasure to see you again. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Yeah. So um, this is the third edition of your Ambassadors Cup uh, competition. Yes. Um, so far, so good. Let's even start with how 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 far have you come with it so far? This this edition. Mm. Uh, the final was yesterday. Mm. So from the football side, we're, we're nearly finished now. Mm. Um, competition. This was like I said, the, the third edition, but I think this year was our best year for sure. Um, it, it ran really smoothly. We had eight good quality teams again, and um, you know the the two final teams. The, the final was very entertaining. Uh, there was a lot of good talented players there. So it was. I, I got to speak to most of the boys, answer their questions before competition started, just bond them a little bit. Mm. Um, which is really the essence of what we're, what we're trying to do. We're trying so it's, to not, it's not really so much about the football side as I regard more than enter, um, interacting with some of these young upcoming players. Right? Yeah, it's, it's all part of it, you know, because obviously, obviously the man's players will actually become footballers are slim. Mm. So I can't just focus on the two or three who will think, okay, this one's going to be good enough and, and dismiss the rest. Mm. So part of it is just we're trying to build their whole personalities, um, just make them better members of society. You know, these boys are close to going the wrong way, going down the wrong paths, but they can interact with somebody who is who has been successful and can tell them, no, that's not the path to go down, stick with this one. Um, just, they can ask me questions. So just bring the, their dream of being a footballer a bit closer to them because when I was young, it seemed so far away what I'm doing now. It, when I was young, it seemed like it was, now I grew up in UK, so there was better systems in place, but it still seemed like, ah, this being a footballer, it might not happen. So I can only imagine what a young Nigerian boy in Lagos in the streets is thinking, thinking there's no way I'm going to be a footballer. So it's easy for him to go down the wrong path. So me coming here, talking to them, answering their questions, um, hosting competitions is, is my way of, you know, just 
you know, trying to leave a legacy of okay, this culture has to change. You know, there's talented footballers here. The future of the Super Eagles is in these in these boys. Let's let's try and invest in them. So that's that's why I do it. That's why I don't just do the competition. Um, and there's still another. There's a, we're going to do more talented educations. There'll be an open day. I've been to the Lagos University. Um, we're going to Medilag on Monday. So that's all part of the, me being ambassador for for CD United. We're just trying to you know tap into the youth of, of. Ten years from now, what do you want? What do you want this thing to achieve? Well, I hope it's still going. Ten years from now, I hope it's, it's bigger and better. And then in the first three years, it's grown. So seven years from now, I want it to be established, uh, a, a, a bigger event. Um, I would like to have one or two success stories where one of the boys has gone on and played at a high level or played for Super Eagles or, you know, by 10 years now my career will be, if not finished, you know, <laughs> I'll be 37, 38, so um, if I'm still playing, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be surprised, but if one of these boys are playing, I can look back and say, you know, I've, I've produced a player, and thirdly, hopefully that the, the culture has changed, that I've even noticed more players are doing this in the three years I've done it, more players have come in and done similar things. Like last year I bought uh, Victor Anichebe here. He, so he, he came to Ambassador's Cup, he saw the final, he gave out some gifts. This year he did his own thing in yeah, the East. Yeah, yeah, so again, me being an example, not only to the young boys, but to other players, that this thing can be done. You know, there's all responsibilities on the NFF to change the culture of Nigerian football on their own. And Nigeria is tough, so I sympathize with them that yes, that's their responsibility and they, they, should, they should do better potentially than they're doing, but we have to take responsibility to as people, role models. role models, and people who can who can change the culture ourselves. Not just looking at and complaining. You know, I'm not someone who's going to complain, 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 and not do anything. It doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah, I hope hopefully more players do things like this. Ambassador's Cup is bigger. We have a few success stories, and that that'll be my legacy for Nigerian football because it doesn't look like I'm going to be the player who has 100 caps. Yeah. You know, as I'm speaking yeah. now, I don't have up to 10, mm. so I'm not going to be a and Yema has 100 caps. His legacy is, you know, he's been a fantastic goalkeeper or JJ or Kanu of one big things for Nigeria and entertain people. So with the, with the level I'm at now, this is this is my own way of leaving my own legacy. So far, the talents that you've identified in the first few editions, um, what happens to them? Well. Initially, the, some of them signed for COD, so some of them have, some of the COD players have education scholarships, they send them to school, pay for their schooling, opportunities they would, they would never have had before. Um, so again, it's not just their football, we're trying to mould them um, into all-round all round use. Uh, some of the boys, like this year, uh, were hosting, um, so scouts from, I think it's from Turkey and Belgium, so from some European countries that are coming, they'll be physically here, and they'll identify some of the players who they think could could be invited abroad and, and, and given that opportunity too. So as as the competition's getting older and, and growing more years, we're, we're trying to figure out more ways of helping them. So the ones who are showing the real real talents, if whoever's helps towards their school in here, sign for COD, or if they're good enough for European scouts to, to take them abroad, and you know different things like that. So it's after competition, it's hard to keep track of all the boys because there's thousands of them I see in a week. So we can only select a, a certain few. Um, your sister in your lives very highly trained. She's a lawyer. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah and you, you also have a great educational background yourself. And your dad is also a former senator of the Federal of Nigeria. These are, you know, all well, great educational background. So the question for me is, for these kids, just how important is education for, for a sportsman? It's, it's key, even if you're 
highly educated, even if you're a fantastically talented footballer, we know many stories of footballers who had fantastic careers and after their careers nowhere to be seen, they're struggling financially, that's, that's usually a lack of education, the wrong advice. They're surrounding themselves with people who they thought meant well for them, but don't know how to handle the level of success they're at. So it's a. I mean, even hear stories about you know some some players who can't even can't even read the contract they asked to sign. Exactly. So I think education it really links it exposes your gift. Like if you're well educated, you you make better decision making. You surround yourself with better people. You might play for longer in your career. Like it, it can only boost boost your career. Now, even if you don't make as a footballer. There's, there's, there's no, you can't, they can't, can't replace a good education. You know, people who, there's, there's a link between people who are successful and how well educated they are. Not that everyone who's educated is, is extremely successful, but your chances of being successful in life are higher if you're educated, so it's, it's key. Like even, like I said, my sister's qualified lawyer, so she played football for England and for Chelsea still. But after football, when you finish at 35, if you, by grace of God, live to 85, 90, there's more of your life not playing yeah. than playing, so managing your your resources your time your your finances after football is key and that only helps from that only comes from education that was super eagles and fulham football club forward omat sonny aluko sports planet will be right back stay tuned and here is where we bring down the curtains on today's episode of Sports Planets. You can send me all your sports views, questions and comments on Twitter or just follow me at Babatunde Koiki. And for more sports stories from all across the world, please visit www.completesportsnowandjure.com and you can click on the Sports Planet button on the website to listen to this episode or previous episodes of the show from our podcast archives. Before we go, let's tell you that a Serie A manager has completed a 1,300km bike ride up the entire length of Italy after telling his players that he would do so if they avoided relegation. David Nicola made the deal in April when Crotone looked certain to go down, but they won 6 of their final 9 games of the season to avoid the drop by 2 points, having won just 3 games during their previous 29. The 44-year-old arrived in his hometown of Vigon near Turin on Sunday, nine days after leaving Crotone. Mamma mia, that is one longer ride. On behalf of the production crew here in our studios, my name is Tunde Koiki, wishing you all a pleasant evening and guaranteeing you that the planet is listening.